Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We begin with the New York Yankees living to die another day as the Yankees take down the Tampa Bay Rays by the score of 5-1. to one. And look, full disclosure, and you guys probably got this sense if you listen to Odds on Sports You probably got this sense if you listened to me last night. I was not overly confident going into this game. Not in the least. The Yankees had lost back-to-back games. There was the whole talking point of the last 48 hours about the decision in game two and how that kind of hovered around the Yankees going into game three. What I would me hope going into game four is the fact that the line was as high as it was for the Yankees. Sometimes, you know, those betting lines can tell a story. That was like my saving grace throughout the day. I was like, all right, the betting line is totally out of whack. So maybe I'll do some wonders for the Yankees. I'll tell you what did wonders more than that. The idea of the Yankees scoring first in this ball game was beyond imperative. The Yankees needed to get the ball rolling right out of the gate. And first inning, I'm sure a whole lot of households within the Tri-State area groaning. Jordan Montgomery, I think, gave up a leadoff hit to Yandy Diaz. Then you get the double play from Voigt, and it kind of settled Gumby into the ball game. He threw up a scoreless first, and then in the second inning, the Yankee bats went to work. Luke Voigt, who we called out yesterday and said he has been scuffling. He has not been the same guy he was throughout the regular season. Luke Voigt hit one in the second inning that still hasn't landed. Moonshot, that kind of jump-started this Yankee team. In addition to Voigt's home run, they load the bases. A couple of good at-bats from Gardner and Gleyber Torres. Higgy. And Lemayu's up. And listen, anytime Lemayu is up in one of those spots, I expect him to do the job. He comes up with the bases loaded, and there was some pressure on him. Even though Hickey had great at-bats later on in the game, his at-bat in the second inning, let me correct myself, was not so great. He struck out. Bases loaded one out, you're like, geez, got to get at least one more run here. Lemayu with two strikes, doesn't try to do too much. Takes a tough pitch, goes the opposite field, Gives you a sack fly. Now, I wasn't particularly thrilled with Aaron Judge up 2-0 in the count, reaching for an outside pitch and rolling it over, but I was still cool with the fact that the Yankees had put up a two spot. And now I wanted to see 
what Jordan Montgomery was going to do. And Jordan Montgomery, to his credit, flat out battled. He battled. That third inning, it's second and third. When Kevin Kiermeyer hits the ground rule double after the leadoff walk. And you wanted to see how Montgomery was going to handle pitching out of trouble. Was he going to be given the opportunity to go and pitch out of trouble? He was. He gets Zanino striking out. Walks Diaz. Lemayu makes that great backhand stop. Gets the force play. And then you get Randy Razzarena, who has killed you throughout this series. And it finally seemed like the Yankees had a much better plan of attack. Trying to pound him inside, making better pitches against him from Montgomery. And we'll get to the bullpen in a little bit. But that, to me, in the third inning, was an enormous spot in this game. Second and third with nobody out. Tampa Bay, after the Yankees score two, comes back and evens up the ball game. That momentum goes completely out the window. By throwing up at least, you know, a lead going into the bottom half of the third. I think it allowed the Yankees to relax a little bit. And all in all, you got to be thrilled with what you got out of Jordan Montgomery. If you would have told me 24 hours ago that Jordan Montgomery would have given the Yankees four innings of one-run baseball, I would have signed on the dotted line and then some. Montgomery, despite, you know, getting into a couple of jams, watching that game live, fifth inning, I was almost tempted to run him out there and let him start the inning. But the problem was, with the righty bats Tampa had coming up, Zanino and Yandy Diaz, with the fact of Montgomery, third time through the order, numbers maybe not being as good, Aaron Boone made the wise decision to go and put Chad Green in the game. And Chad Green did not do the job going back to game three. Gave up the home run to Perez. But Green, by giving the Yankees two shutout innings, was paramount. Because what it allowed for is the Yankees and Aaron Boone to go set up their bullpen in which Zach Britton and Aroldis Chapman were able to go grip it And rip it. Yankees don't win this game today without Montgomery and then the work of Chad Green. Got a little bit of a scare with Green. You even saw it in the dugout on the Margot fly ball dead center field. And who knows, maybe if it's a more humid, hazy day in San Diego, that ball might have left the yard. Uh, There was one off the bat of Luke Voigt that might have left the yard. Hey, coulda, shoulda, woulda. But you're still on edge as a Yankee fan going into that bottom half of the sixth inning because it's a one-run game. It's an elimination game. Tampa has been so good in those spots all year. The Yankees needed some form of insurance. And they got it from a guy who I have proclaimed going back to last year was the best player on the team in Glaber Torres. And he hasn't played like that for a good majority of this year. Gardner, who had... Great at-bats. Great at-bats. All game long. He's been on base a ton in this series, and I'll save you the trouble now. Brett Gardner's going to be in the lineup in game five. I don't think there's any question. He's going to play. 
They're going to count on that veteran experience. But Gardner gets on base, and the minute Glaber Torres sent that ball down the left field line, I could feel the roars coming out of basically every Yankee household from Brooklyn to Jersey to Connecticut to Staten Island, New York, you name it. Because it was like one of those let's go type of moments. Gleyber Torres turning on the pitch, hitting it into that crazy deck they have over at Petco Park. Gleyber Torres starting to develop a reputation of being a guy that you can count on. He had it last year in the Astros series. We saw it against the Minnesota Twins. The moment doesn't phase him at the plate. Very, very good sign going into what will be, you know, the winner-take-all game five. But all in all, the offense does just enough. They build on the lead. And they even survive what was, to me, some bizarre managing from Aaron Boone in the top half of the eighth inning. I have to admit, with the way Zach Britton was dealing, that's the best I saw Britton pitch all year. Dominant in the seventh inning. Gets the first two guys out in the eighth inning. And the pitch count was very, very low. I said, let him finish the inning. Chapman pitches the ninth. Away you go. They pull Britton for Chapman. And I'm like, well, why? Why would you bring a raw this Chapman into a game in which he's got to go and get the eighth inning, finish it up, sit on the bench, and then go and pitch the ninth inning? And when he walks Brandon Lyle, I'm like, oh, geez, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Thankfully, Chapman strikes out a Rosarena. Gives you a little stare down when he's able to do so. And his stuff was terrific in the top half of the ninth inning. It was the first time he had pitched since that Cleveland series. And Chapman was dialed in. The Yankees drew up the perfect blueprint to go and win this game. I think if you could have told Aaron Boone 24 hours ago, this is how the game was going to shake out from a pitching standpoint. Four innings of one-run baseball out of Montgomery, and then five shutout innings out of your bullpen. I think Boone would have liked his chances. Yeah, I hated that move in the eighth inning. I'm glad it didn't come back and backfire on the Yankees. But all in all, I think Boone matched a pretty good game. Listen, I've been hard on him. I've been hard on the analytics staff and the brain trust and whatnot. Got to give credit where credit is due. On a night in which the Yankees needed to show up in the absolute worst way with their season on the line, they showed up. I'll give them credit for that. They did not go quietly into the night. And now the stage is set for one of those edgy seat, nail-biting type of nights that's going to be coming all the way on Friday. Mentally prepare yourself now if you're a Yankee fan. It is going to be one of those nights. It's winner take all. The Yankees against their arch nemesis throughout the regular season. Team that beat them up throughout the regular season. But the man who you paid north of $300 million still is on the mound on three days rest and has got a chance to pitch you into the American League Championship Series. 
That's storybook type stuff right there. If he can get it done. That's the monumental if. I have no idea what you're getting out of Garrett Cole later on tonight. I have no idea. He's doing something that he's never done throughout his career. He's pitching on three days rest. But three days rest or not, this is going to be, fair or unfair, a major legacy note in a Yankee career of Garrett Cole. You can't overlook that. So winner take all game five on three days rest. The legends find a way to get it done. And I'm not saying that Garrett Cole has got to go and throw a complete game shutout and it's got to be Madison Bumgarner from, you know, the 2014 World Series. Garrett Cole's got to leave that game with the lead. A fighting effort and a chance for the bullpen to bring it home. That's what he needs to do. On the other side, it's going to be Tyler Glass now on two days rest. What does that mean? That means that Tyler Glass now is going two or three innings, I would bet. Now, if he's dominant, he's humming, who knows what Kevin Cash decides to do. Two days rest, though. That's wild. From a bullpen standpoint, Tampa Bay is going to have their A-list guys ready to rock. You're going to see two innings out of Anderson. You'll probably see two innings, if need be, out of Castillo. They'll use Blake Snell if they need to to get a batter or two. It's an all-hands-on-deck type of game for both parties. But the advantage the Yankees should have is that they got one of the best pitchers in baseball going in this game. And it's funny, I had a buddy of mine, who I'm not going to name, because it was really an idiotic comment. I don't want to poke fun. Uh, I'm not going to name names, but I think this person knows who he is. Who like suggested to me and a couple others 24 hours ago that you know it would be possible that Garrett Cole would not take the ball. And I was like, uh, are you crazy? <laughs> I go, what were you drinking tonight? Honestly. You think Garrett Cole with a chance to pitch the Yankees in the American League Championship Series, would shy away, would walk away from pitching in this game? Please. And Booney said it after the game. He was like, listen, Cole came into my office and said, I want the ball. Let's go. It's really as simple as that. You appreciate the fact that the Yankees are giving you this game. You appreciate the fact that they are giving you this moment. But now, the season is on the line. One game between going to the American League Championship Series or going home for what will be a very bitter pill to swallow heading into the winter. Oh, it is a whole lot on the line. Like, I don't know how the hell I'm going to sleep tonight. Truth be told. Good thing I'm on the radio for the next couple hours because... This is not one of those nights where I'd be able to go, oh, right after the show, Betty Bye. I better work myself up over these next few hours. Yankee show pulse. Big time pulse. Now the question is in game five, can their high paid, highly talented ace do what he has done in his first two starts here in this postseason? Go out and dominate. And here's the harsh reality for Garrett Cole. No matter... 
what you saw against Cleveland and what you saw in game one against Tampa, he loses this game and does not pitch well, he's going to hear about it. That's life in a big city, bro. That's $300 million he's going to do to you. Makes you a heck of a lot richer. Makes your life a whole lot better. But man, it puts that microscope on you. That bullseye is on Gary Cole. The great ones find a way to respond. We're going to find out Garrett Cole is going to respond. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 